Apple's big win at the Oscars, streaming services, and sideloading apps. This is Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Truebill. Get control of your subscriptions at truebill.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is part two in a Mac Voices live conversation that I was not part of because I was traveling. But the panel got into a number of interesting things, including Apple's win at the Oscars, sideloading, and a debate on streaming services. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. I, I would anyway. think for most cases it would be more work for a, a web software vendor to do that because then they've got to keep track of what feature is in what you know version of the browser. It's you know, in most cases it would be simpler. Like, okay, I want to use this feature, like you know, service workers or whatever. So, you know, is that there? Um, rather than oh, I know that came in on Chrome, you know, seventy five. Um, you would think. Uh, and yeah. and I I don't know I haven't. Well, I guess it'll be interesting to see if there's, you know, I I also you know like who's going to be doing a check for that as text on two digits. That, you know, it's not nineteen ninety nine. You know, why would three digits confuse? Somebody's actually parsing this in a way that three digits is going to confuse it. That's that's the way it's I, been for a very long time and only recently has been addressed. Yeah. And I know it's crazy to hear me say that. And you're right. It's <clears throat> stupid. But what, have we not what, learned what do you mean it's been done that way for a long time? I mean, this, this code is going to be browsers. JavaScript code. Um. What web browsers for, checking for version numbers has been a two-digit thing for a, a stupid long time, and it never should have yeah. been. But there you go. Jim is getting so upset at your, he's blurring away. Uh, yeah, I was noticing that. How, how would you check it in code for two digits? I don't know. I I mean that's that you know that would be a very unnatural extra work thing to do nowadays. Any uh, lazy developers in the YouTube channel there, Dave? That we could uh. <laughs> Ask what's going on. <laughs> somebody, somebody has to settle this. Well, I, I don't know. Google oh, don't has Google been that. warning people. Oh, you better change your code. They they don't seem to have hesitated oh, to go. I seem to remember there was some discussion about it. I don't know. I'll, I'll report back if I can't get to a certain website and it says your 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 browser is confusing. Too it's too new and it's confusing. I can't I can't give you your your your. I can't deliver your Amazon goods because I can't figure out this. Well, well Amazon will always come through. Yeah, they'll figure yeah. it out. The yeah. If anyone can find a way out. to take your money, it's Amazon. <laughs> if, if I can't, if I can't Amazon get Amazon and Apple. Oh man, cool. I can't. If I can't get my stuff through the the Chrome browser on my computer and like you know it doesn't work, all of a sudden my my uh, speakers will start talking to me. It's like, hey Warren, I noticed you haven't been on Amazon for a bit. Do you want? Why, why are you not ordering uh, the stuff that I want to give you? And then I'll have to. And, I, and, and I can tell you, Firefox won't be too for, much further behind because they're at version Correct. 98 at the moment. So Wait, Internet yeah. Explorer will always be behind. And Warren gets the best joke of the night. Thank you. It can go behind and, and die along the. We could all act out the meme of Internet Explorer saying, 
something that you know yes five years later goodbye warren i i thought i did good with my uh microsoft edge xp joke but uh your internet explorer joke wins thank you good night still young the uh i want to go back in the chat here we're we're basically back it's about monitors uh i wanted to talk uh uh, point on brian f uh, said uh I tend to think that the prices are right when they sh- uh, when they should be, and the market will dictate whether it works or not. It doesn't. If it doesn't, Apple will have to either lower the price or discontinue it. So, yeah, I guess I can kind of agree with that. And he's right. It's the same with printers. I mean, this is exactly what happened in printers. The you know five years ago, six, seven, eight years ago, printers were stupidly expensive, all of them, and now they're yeah, all cheap. Right. And now and the market agreed that okay. Well, this is what this is what we're doing now. I guess we're selling printers that we used to sell for six hundred dollars for sixty, and that's how it's going to be. And then, and then make it all up on consumables. Yeah, and that's exactly. why when when somebody's uh, ink runs out and it's like a three year old printer, yep. I usually say, "Get a new printer." <laughs> when the well runs dry. <laughs> yep. Um, Next topic I wanted to bring up is, uh, of course, uh, there was lots of controversy, which I'm not. I'm going to make sure we avoid with the Oscars uh, that, that was brought well, to jump into it this, this past Sunday. Yeah, uh, but I want what I want to talk about is about uh, the fact that uh, Apple TV Plus and uh, the movie Coda won big best picture. As the, the uh, Apple has become the very first streaming service to actually get Oscars top prize. Yes, um, right. They took and they picked up three awards. Uh, it was uh, it was it was a uh, best picture and it was a uh, best actor and I believe it was a uh, best screenplay too, wasn't it? I think that was one of the one one of the threes, if I remember correctly. I could be wrong. Um, but only uh, uh, what's what's great about it is uh, oh, it's best supporting. Yeah, I was right. Best adaptive screenplay and best supporting actor, uh, the Troy Kotzer uh, and. Uh, it was very touching, you know, to, to, to see that a deaf actor that uh, won uh, such a prestigious yeah. award. Um, if you if fact, you didn't uh, win, if you didn't win, it would have been a slap in the face. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you know that'd be great at WWDC. Great bringing they that should up. Do a takeoff, Ryan. and they should have Tim yeah. Cook nice, slap nice Federico. Yeah. Uh, it was a, it was a slap in the face that the uh, tick tick boom didn't win because that was a good movie too. But well, as I'm going to steer away from that, like a fun fact, fact uh, Mar- Marley Matlin, uh, it actually, uh, uh, her and I were in the same graduating class in high school. Oh, really? Cool. I didn't know that. No. Did anybody know that? Yes. Yes. I did not. So, I didn't know her that well, but uh, they, they did have a pretty awesome deaf program at the, my high school back in those days. And, and they've got, obviously gotten a lot better in the, in the few, uh, as time has gone by here. So, so you saw um, the movie, but Apple right? did. That's yeah, one thing I didn't do. I did not see this movie yet. <laughs> I need to go see it. Your, your, your bestie, Marlon Madden was in the, no, the, the, the thing. I just to mention that as a fun fact, but, uh, but who has well. seen this movie? Has, has everybody on this panel seen this movie yet? I haven't. I, no, I was going to watch it this afternoon to catch up, but it's like yeah, so I, so I, don't know. Know. I will watch it. I mean, it, it yeah, fun. no, I'm not. But no one has no one on this panel has seen it yet. No, no. Is that right? Which is ironic. Wow, that, yeah, that is right. correct. None of us. Yeah. Have. <laughs> well, we all love Apple for what they've done. So but, I mean, really, what reason why I wanted to talk Apple about TV. this a little more? The reason why I wanted to talk about this a little more because 
No, Apple paid twenty five million dollars, which was a, you know quite a record that uh, for streaming rights on this on this movie. Um, uh, and I guess initially they tried to buy it out uh, outright for worldwide rights, but they they didn't get it. But uh, it was a clear it was clearly a you know a, a shot in the dark. It was it was trying it was going to be a bit of a uh, a, a challenge to see how well this movie really did, and, and people were watching it, and obviously they were because it got a lot of crit- critical, crit- critically acclaimed. Uh, so, um, right. but I guess my, what I, what I want to what I want about you guys is is are, are we going to see more of these types of movies and and get such prestigious awards like an Oscar you know, yeah. uh, in streaming services, not necessarily just Apple TV Plus? Oh. You have the big the big boys like Netflix and Hulu yeah, I, and others. That I think what's movies. happened of with course. Apple. Apple has become basically a playground uh, where you can take something that you would take in development or pitch to a major studio and the studio would base their decision pretty heavily on the ledger and how people would react to it. Whereas I get the feeling from some of the stuff I've watched on Apple TV plus, sometimes they will give the artist a little more free reign to follow their idea because it's not like, you know, they're going to get bankrupted. Now, it's not like if it was uh, universal and they dumped, you know, so many hundred million into one project and they took a bath on it. Well, Apple Netflix could dump a hundred million to anything, take a bath, and it won't mean anything. Netflix will release anything. I mean, Netflix is the definition of what you're talking about. They they mm-hmm. buy any movie and they, you know, some things stick and some things don't, but they have millions of things you never even heard of because there's just so many things out there that they're buying and, and trying to put out there. And it's exactly what you said. It's whatever sticks, right? So yeah, some things stick, some things don't, um, you know, it's, they got in at the right time for this, obviously, because of the pandemic. So, and also the pandemic changed the way we watch movies. And I think that's going to continue, right? Because now mm-hmm. the line between watching at home and watching the movie theater times have changed as far as how, how soon. I think Spider Man is uh, out already now on it is. streaming. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so that was, you know, a couple of, you know, what was it, three months ago it came out. So, but even so, there's movies out there that come out simultaneously with the movies and some that come out just on streaming, yeah. not the movies. And that's because of the pandemic and what we changed during that time. So, um, and the movie industry had to, had to deal with that. So you're going to get a lot more streaming services, you know, hopefully getting better things because they just like the rest of the world who changed our infrastructure to a work at home kind of kind of thing the the movie industry changes to a movie at home kind of thing for people yeah. too. So the paradigm and the more the, the more they make the technology more uh advanced like like uh, spatial audio is a first step but the more they do stuff like that so that you could sit at home and it's like i can't tell you personally how many times i've been to a movie theater and also i'm like oh i gotta go use the restroom I come back and I talk to the person I came with and they go, oh, you just missed. And it turns out it was the best scene of the movie. Here, I can stop the thing. I could go run out and get a pizza if I want and come back and I won't have missed anything. In fact, I can go back and play it again and again and again. And you can turn on closed captions. Um, yeah. I, I, well, if I could read. I, I, uh, you can turn them on. I didn't say you could read them. 
I, I saw a story today in Macworld that I thought had an interesting take on this. Uh, apparently, Apple bought this movie a couple days after it was shown at Sundance. Mm -hmm. right. Oh, so they had nothing to do with the production of this movie. It was no, already in the can. So it's not like, for example, Ted Lasso, Apple did get involved very yeah. early, you know, like, you know, basically from a pitch. But, you know, Apple really had nothing to do with this movie creatively. It, they just came in with a pile of money yeah. and, and bought the distribution rights. Um, well, that's that's fine, you know. Huh? That happens a lot. No, I, I mean, that, there's nothing wrong with yeah. that, but it's just yeah. sort of, you know, it's not like Apple, you know, made an Oscar winning movie. Yeah. They just distributed an Oscar winning movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, yeah, and there's there's lots of movies that uh, hit the theater or other streaming services exactly the same way. It's it's just how the business works. Right. But it's just sort of the, you know, all the fuss that, well, this is the first streaming movie to win an Oscar, which is true, but it wasn't made as a streaming movie. It was just made as a movie, you know, yeah. so it's not really that. It was being great. shown in theaters, too. What's that? Point. It was being was shown it? in theaters at some point. Was it? Yeah, which currently is a requirement to qualify for, for Oscar. Oscar consideration. So it, Correct. Even by, overseas, by what the end or, or of the year? International too. It was being. It, in fact, I think it is being shown internationally in, in movie theaters. So, well, that would make sense if they didn't get the international rights to distribute it. So, right. Yeah. Because people can't watch it there. I like Finch. That was a good one. Finch yeah. was interesting. It was. It was like it was like Wilson Part Two. I love Finch. I mean, I said yeah, in my Finch chat. Was, but, yeah, Finch was good. Yeah. If I and, was a, if I was a human dying, you know, I would. If the world was going to crap, I would build a robot to take care of my dog before I died. That's I mean, that's yeah. the story. That's the moral of the story, and it's a great story. Mm -hmm. Well, I, like I said, I think if anything, this is a, a, a something starts and more yet to come with Apple TV Plus. I, I think Apple's in the right place. They're going to be uh, really growing this this uh, streaming service, and as they continue to they pay large amounts of money to get rights to all these different movies and shows. Uh, it'll just continue to evolve, I think. I think they'll start charging. I read that they doubled their revenue in their second year over the first year. Yeah, you think they'll have raised the rates of the um, of the service? I mean, without the bundle, it's still five bucks, right? I think. Right, it's five dollars a month. Yep. Yeah, so I'm surprised. Like you know, you know, they could kind of use it as leverage to bump it up more. I think they're going to keep the price low for yeah. quite a while. Right. They're, they're still small beans compared to Netflix and Disney. So oh, they want sure. to build up their market share. This will help, though. Mm -hmm. um, this edition of Mac Voices is supported by Truebill. Get control of your subscriptions at truebill.com slash macvoices. With everything that is going on in the world today, we are all watching our money more carefully than ever before. Or at least we should be. With Truebill, you can track your subscriptions to be sure you are paying for the things you really want and use and aren't wasting money on those you forgot about or don't remember signing up for. Take control of your subscriptions with the new free Truebill app. Truebill helps you discover hidden, unwanted subscriptions and cancels them with just one click. Truebill empowers you to save more, spend less, see everything, and take back control of your financial life. 
Start canceling your unused subscriptions at Truebill.com slash MacVoices. Go right now, Truebill.com slash MacVoices. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash MacVoices. Thanks to Truebill for supporting this week's MacVoices. The, the thing that Disney and Netflix have banked completely on is buying up back catalogs. And I'm wondering in how many decades are subsequent generations going to be that interested in those back catalogs? For us, it's sort of like a blast of the past and it ties into emotions and other things. I'm wondering if people two generations down the line are really going to give a rats about some of this stuff. They you know about I mean, some. I mean, we're going to be well, we're, we're going to well, be the back well, catalog, they, right? Whatever's coming out now is going to be the back catalog. Okay, bingo, bingo. There you go. <laughs> but I mean, well, I mean, so they I mean, can start right from now if they want. They you know, they so can like, actually dictate right. what the back catalog is. So mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Apple's wondering, like, in you know, in two generations from now, or like our grandkids' kids going to be watching reruns of Ted Lasso, just like we watch reruns of Friends and. Cheers and Seinfeld. I mean, things that stick, right? Um, Holograms of Seinfeld. Yeah, why not? I mean, look at what look at what Amazon did. Amazon bought MGM Studios, so they mm-hmm. have James Bond and the and, and that whole yep. the catalog. And yep. people kind of question what uh, it, it was that a, a smart move on Amazon's part. Hard to I think it was. Well, well they deliver packages quicker. Right. So Apple has a lot of money, and money could buy content. And that's that's what they have. Right. So, my buddy know. can't buy me love. Yeah, they're <laughs> not, none of these companies are. You know, some of them you could say broke through, right? Like Hulu was sort of one of them who, like, if they didn't succeed, that would be the end of Hulu because that's what they were. Where if Apple doesn't succeed in this, they're still Apple. They'll still continue. Yeah, on. but you know what I liked yeah. about Hulu is their back catalog. They picked niche uh, stuff. The thing that got me into Hulu was they were showing reruns of Malcolm in the Middle. Mm. <laughs> now I I, there, I don't know if there was a major clamoring for that at all, but there was. I know I remember when it was on. Owners, it was a it? specific group. I'm sorry. So it, isn't that just because one of the owners of that Malcolm in the Middle co- company owned that content? Yes, uh, uh, Hulu was a, was a ABC, conglomeration. Right? Yeah, right. And ABC and, was one of them, uh, I think. So mm-hmm. all these services, but all these services need yeah. a hook, right? And for us, Hulu, we we started Hulu to watch Handmaid's Tale, my wife and I, and we never canceled it. And that's how it starts. You you know, somebody tells yeah. you a show that you know you should watch, and you know the word gets around, and you and you, and you watch it, and then hopefully that company, oh, yeah. that company hopes that you forget that you're subscribing to it, or don't care enough, or too lazy to oh, subscribe I- from it. And that's how subscription that's roulette. Are. Yeah. Just like with yeah. Apple TV, like, you know, I don't think I've watched anything on it. So we, we're all talking now that we haven't seen Coda, but I don't think I've watched a movie since probably Finch, I think was the last one I watched. So, I mean, was that three months of four months of, you know, Apple TV that, I mean, we have the bundle. Yeah. So that's different, right? A little bit, but you know, yeah. You know, same with I mean, a lot of these services, you know, you, you just forget that you have them and, you know, you start because of a particular reason and, and that's how they go. So, well, it's like Disney plus I went and got Disney plus just so I could watch the Beatles get back. 
as soon as that was done, I watched it twice. Oh, I canned it. And then I switched over to uh, HBO Max so I could binge watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. You know, so I find a show, run that show, get rid of that, replace it with another service with the show I want to say. That's what a lot of people are doing. Yeah. Yep. And it's a big decision to start these services. It's great. I mean, I don't know how, like, you, you know, my wife is like, you know, we have all this money and I'm like, we got to get this, you know, we got to get whatever the Roku channel now, because they're coming out with something. I think that we want to see. They're like, no, we don't want to pay the the $8 a month or whatever it's going to be. And it's like, you know, that, you know, the subscription services are really scared to some people and some people are not, but um, you know, some people just don't like paying the recurring fee, but a lot of people it's, don't like, they don't like doing it because they, they know they forget to undo it. And I think it's a great use for using reminders. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look at, look at, such and such a date. Look at a service like Paramount plus, you know, we, I would, I would get yeah. it just because I wanted to see Star Trek discovery and then start, and discovery was over and then I would cancel for a while. Mm-hmm. Now right. you've got, Discovery, which just finished, the cards current, and then you're going to have Strange New Worlds coming next month. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, Paramount, um, and is they do being that on purpose. Really smart, yeah, they're doing yeah. that on purpose. Oh, yeah. So, the the only time recently they've had two new things happening at once was uh, the last episode, last two episodes of Discovery overlapped yeah, the beginning of Picard. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they're, I mean, their their modus operandi is have have new star trek content coming out as right. uh just in succession so one series season ends and the next show their new season begins the following week so i've saved so much money by not liking star trek um, you have how do you feel about star wars because yeah, disney is doing disney. the same thing now with star wars yeah. properties so so with star oh, yeah. wars star wars i, I wanted um Disney for for Boba Fett or whatever it was uh, Mandalorian, Mandalorian uh, Boba Fett. Yeah, and well, I wanted for Mandalorian, not for Boba Fett, obviously. So, but um, one of my family members um, had logged into Disney on one of my TVs, and that uh, forgot to sign out in my house. So that's how I watched the Mandalorian. Um, but then when Boba Fett, you know, then I'm like, should I start it? Should I actually buy it? Because then they canceled. And of course, we lost it too when they did that. So, you know, I had decided I was going to do it for the, the Boba Fett thing. And then I heard it wasn't so good. So I didn't do it. But that's, you know, that's how these things work. You know, if the Boba, you know, yeah. that's how they try to string it along. And if the Boba Fett or the new Star Treks that you guys are watching aren't as good as you would hope, then people start talking about it and say, you know, wasn't there a Star Trek that everybody hated recently? It, it um, every there's someone that hates every Star Trek. So there yeah, was something that got, yes. There was something that a lot of people didn't like. There one iteration of one of the Star Treks not too long ago. That, well, Discovery every season was up and down. Some seasons yeah. were great, some yeah. were not. So to mo- to some people, I I enjoyed it. So well, I didn't watch but, Boba Fett, uh, the, the Book of Fett. So maybe I should. I don't know. All right, let's go ahead and move off with this topic. Let's um. Uh, the news this week: uh, the EU's Digital Markets Act was was uh, was uh, put out here, and Apple is going to be would be forced to allow sideloading and uh, and third party app stores under this new EU, EU law. Uh, you know, Jim, you 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 uh, actually suggested this topic, and 
why don't you give us some of your thoughts on where uh, where this is going and what what since you being the developer you are and, and how this is going to affect Apple. Well, I I assume Apple's going to try to figure out how to fight it and drag their heels. Uh, I don't think they've I haven't seen anything of them responding to this yet. Um, but I I can't imagine that Apple is just going to be like, oh yeah, sure. Um, sure. And it's a pretty tight timetable too. They're they're talking, you know, the people in the EU are saying, oh, this is probably going to go into effect by October. So that would, you know, in addition to, you know, just technically, you know, if Apple, even if Apple was going to be like, oh yeah, great, we're going to definitely do that, I would think they would you know, be burning the midnight oil right now to, yeah. to get, you know, prepared to do that. I'm so. assuming they've been burning the midnight oil well before this announcement, yeah. but it's their legal team. Right. Not oh, their developers. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. But I, you know, I'm saying technically, uh, you know, even, even if they were to be like, yeah, we're, we're going to comply that's going to be a big technical job. So I assume part of their legal thing is they're going to say, we can't possibly do that in, in that time frame. Well, and, and I haven't read the, the new Verge article to, uh, mm-hmm. to get all the details because why in the world would I let the facts get in the way of my opinion? Um, there you go. <laughs> it's, it's not just the Verge either. It's, no, it's, all, it's all over. Yeah. So what I should, I should, yeah, yeah, no, I just want to make sure that Jeff knew that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, um, so my assumption is, having not read the article, I, I've, I've been like ridiculously busy the last few days. I feel like I'm behind on the news. I'm glad I'm here so you can catch me up. Um, my assumption is that uh, if the if this EU law goes into effect in October, what it really means is that October is when the law goes into effect and starts the countdown to when uh, uh, companies have to have enabled side loading before they uh, start getting fines. Um, I don't know. The, the stories made it sound like the fines were going to start right away and they were going to be based on a percentage of the company's total revenue, worldwide revenue. So it was you know, designed to be not something that Apple could, Apple could just write checks and say, we're going to you know, ignore this and here's your $5 million, you know, it sounded like it was going to be in the multi-billion dollars of fines. And it said that they had to allow, it says they have to allow multiple app stores. They, I think they have to allow side loading in general, but I'm not hundred percent sure in that without rereading it. Uh, They have to allow, like, for example, you to replace Safari and, you know, uh, and I assume that would mean that not, you know, because you can get Chrome for iOS, but it's not, not really Chrome. It's because it's not using the Blink engine. It's using WebKit. So mm-hmm. I assume they're they're saying you have to allow other browser engines. Uh, but I haven't seen anything that clarifies that. Um, and there, w- there was a story I, I saw, or not a story, but. I think it was a Twitter thread I saw uh, a month or two ago that w- pretty convincingly indicated that the thing that Apple was most terrified about side loading is Chrome. Uh, 
um, that um, basically that that's an existential threat um, to Apple. And mm. I think that's, there's some, there's some truth to that. And, you know, that, that's one that, that got me thinking, cause I've always been for side loading, but yeah, I'm not sure I want Chrome to completely take over um, the, the browser world, which it's, you know, close to doing. And Safari well, on iOS is sort of the thing that's the one thing that's kind of the finger in the dike. Chrome's um, a ram hog, isn't it? But, well, that's not the problem. The problem is, you know, what we were just talking about earlier, uh, websites writing to Chrome and, you know, and, and you know, webs, websites not working on anything other than Chrome. So, right. you know, we could but, wind up where basically Google becomes the gatekeeper and the Internet is no longer the Internet. It's the Chrome, 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 Net, Net. Chrome Web. And, and, and See, what I'm thinking is Apple, Apple could, uh, this could screw Apple's numbers on the sipping aspect of Silicon. Because if what? Chrome just sucks up a ton and a half of juice, all of a sudden, if people start flocking to Chrome, those numbers are going to go down. They're not going to be able to say, I can do no, so many I, hours. I, I think the, the major point is, it, you know, if... They, everyone on the internet only uses Chrome. Remember the IE6 days when Microsoft essentially <laughs> con internet controlled? There, there's you know, but the, but the, the point was, you know, and at that time it looked like, you know, there, the browser wars were over and, yeah. you know, there were so many websites that were like, you know, oh, you're using something else. You know, you must install IE6. And, and, and Chrome has, you know, Google has already shown that they're, you know, they would like to, take over the internet, change protocols, and basically dictate to everyone how the internet works. And, you know, if they were in a monopoly position, they would probably start start doing that to the point where no other browsers could even be used anymore. Um, so that that is a, a very worrisome thing that, you know, it's sort of a side effect of no side loading that, well, there's a very popular platform with a billion devices that that cannot, you know, Chrome can't be used. So, you know, web uh, publishers generally don't want to ignore iOS devices. So they do make sure that their stuff works on Safari. But if the Chrome, if the Blink engine ran on iOS, we'd probably start seeing a lot of websites saying, yeah, just use Chrome. And, you know, that's it. And we'd have a monoculture. I don't want that. No, I don't no. either. That that's that seems even worse than where Apple's not, you know, doesn't allow side loading. It's like out of the frying pan and into the fire. The panel wraps up their discussion of the possible Google Chrome takeover of the internet and then digs into the European Union's Digital Marketing Act and what it means for Apple. That's all next time on Mac Voices, and I hope you'll join us. Until then, and as always, Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page 
and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.